that's fine. Some of I get that some of it is funny, but just try to look fast, fast at all, and and I promise you'll find some beauty. Okay. I will play the track uh, My Pal Foot Foot by The Shack. Is that Foot Foot? Oh, okay. Okay, Father. Can you play My Pal Foot Foot? My Pal Foot Foot by The Shack. So that was okay. my pal food food by the shacks. What oh. do you think of that? That was, that was something else. That was really fucking intense. There was <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> so no structure. So, yeah, it's it's it, it sounds like it's falling apart, and that's because um, well, there's actually a pretty interesting story behind this. The shacks were uh, three sisters, later four, um, and they formed a band because their father insisted on it because his mother. Uh, was a fortune teller and she told him you will have a blonde wife you would have uh, two sons I will die and you will get uh, three daughters and they will become very famous rock stars so they have to play in a band so he they didn't go to school they just practiced all day but he wasn't a musician he didn't know music and so didn't the girls didn't either so they just were forced to play in his band Holy forced fuck. to play this album <laughs> which is called philosophy of the world it's their only album um, and you can you can you can hear they don't know how to play music, but it's actually I think actually some when you listen to the album you can sometimes hear almost this unintentional avant-gardist <laughs> compositions. <laughs> like, um, in the seventies, this album was rediscovered by Frank Zappa, mm -hmm. and it was one of his favorite albums. And he thought he he says it is a very big influence on him. Um, so Kurt Cobain also liked this album. He put it on <laughs> number five of his favorite albums of all time. Um, <laughs> so it, I, in a way, the prophecy came true. They did become famous or infamous yeah. in a way. So You're I think that's cool. Favorite rock star. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. 
All right. I'll play uh, Chronic Schizophrenia by Wesley Willis now. My mind plays tricks on me every time I say something. It brings evil voices out of my head and talks to me vulgar. Then suddenly I started raving. Chronic schizophrenia. Chronic schizophrenia. Chronic schizophrenia. Chronic schizophrenia. But when I have bad luck, I always hear evil voices talking to me vulgar. Everywhere I go riding on the CTA bus, or I hear vulgarity. I hear no music at all. Chronic schizophrenia. Chronic schizophrenia. Chronic schizophrenia. Chronic schizophrenia. So it was Wesley Willis. It was intense. <laughs> What did you think of that? Um, had a lot more structure to it, kind of like a jazzy feel. Yeah. But the lyrics were uh, intense, to <laughs> say the least. Actually, his the the instrumental is not his. He um, he had this Casio keyboard, mm -hmm. and we just play the demos, and just sing over them because he didn't actually know how to play the music, but. Uh, Wesley Willis was born in uh, in a poor neighborhood of Chicago in 1963. He mm -hmm. um, had a very rough upbringing, was abused by his mother. Um, okay. He was mostly raised by his brothers. And at uh, when he was a teenager, somewhere in the 80s, uh, his mother's boyfriend put a gun to his head and robbed him. Wow. Uh, from uh, the, the, the $100 he had saved up. Um, and almost immediately after that, he started hearing voices and he was later, uh, diagnosed with schizophrenia, paranoia. Um, so that was what that song was about. Wow. Um, he, he, he would see demons, uh, several demons all having, having their, their own personality and names. Um, they would yell obscenities to Wesley. They would they would curse him out they would tell him uh, he wasn't worth anything and he suffered from those hallucinations almost all his life but the only way to cope with this was playing music the only way to shut them up so um, yeah he, 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 he played the demos on his keyboard often improvised his lyrics um, and he um, He, he was already a, a sort of famous cult hero in, in, in Chicago because of his paintings. He makes very detailed uh, paintings uh, of Chicago, the Chicago skyline, all from his head. Mm -hmm. And he was also a very physically uh, interesting figure. He was, he was uh, very tall, almost two meters. He was over, uh, over 200 uh, kilos. Wow. He, had a, he had a dent in his head because his favorite way to greet someone was with a headbutt. And he had a scar 
uh, on the right side of his face because he was yelling at one of the demons one day and uh, a homeless man thought he was yelling at him and he cut his face up with a box cutter. So it was, yeah, was this famous local uh, cult hero. Yeah. But... Um, wow. <laughs> when you listen to his songs, which he called Joyrides, um, which was a sort of... Uh, um, they were they were uh, opposite of what he called hell rides, where it's, uh, it's uh, schizophrenic uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. You um, there's almost a formula. Like every Wesley Willis song is the same. Like the songs are mu- uh, are made using a demo track. The verses are spoken word. The chorus is yelled, and the main subject of the song is described in a few words. The song always ends in rock. In, Ends with a sketch phrase, Rock Over London, Rock Over Chicago, followed with a, with a name of a brand and its slogan, just randomly. Um, its common themes are violent interactions with superheroes, like the song I Whip Spider-Man's Ass, Bestiality, which is a theme as demons forced him to sing about, um, rock stars he admired, rides on the bus, and fast food, and also his obesity was a very big theme. Um, and the song I'm going to play now is probably his most famous song. Uh, it's called Rock and Roll McDonald's. It was used in the documentary Super Size Me. And it recently became a meme on uh, the social media platform TikTok. So, Very uh, unfortunate. <laughs> this is, yes, this is, Rick, this is Rock and Roll McDonald's by Wesley Willis. Here we go. McDonald's is a place to rock. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. It is a good place to listen to the music. People flock here to get down to the rock music. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs. They serve Quarter Pounders. They will put pounds on you. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. So that was Rock and Roll McDonald's. Uh, sort of owed to his favorite fast food uh, restaurant. Wow. Um, it was almost funny, but it, it it was funny. But then when you realize who he is and what it's really about, yeah, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah, I, I was gonna play. Pressing. First, I was gonna play another song, which called uh, "I Suck the Caribou's Ass," which is one of his bestiality songs, <laughs> but. It's, it just felt wrong because that song is is obviously funny in a way and absurd. Uh-huh. But when you think about that, his demons forced him to sing about yeah, that's crazy. very explicit sexual encounters with animals. That's it suddenly becomes very sad. And yeah. I think that's I think that's the I think that's the big theme with with most of this music. Not necessarily that it makes you sad, but it's it's funny and weird in the first instance and becomes incredibly personal. And yeah. touching when you reconsider it. It's just someone fighting with himself. Yes. And he like has obviously lost his own fight. Mm-hmm. 
yeah and and this is the only way to cope so it's it's often therapeutic okay, in a way yeah. Mo- most mostly most of these songs are made in sort of a From therapeutic yes yeah, self therapy wow. um the next song i will play is actually a cover by elvis presley mm-hmm. uh, of elvis presley i mean it, this is uh jailhouse rock by eilert pilatum okay here we go Won't throw a party in the car, don't yell The prison men were begun to well The band would jump, do begun to swing Who should have heard no yell about thing? Let's rock Let's rock Everybody holds a block Watch dance to the yellow house rock Spine them up on a telesaxophone Little yole on a slight trombone The drum rolls a close boom bam You're going to skate the most popular on Let's rock Set to number three. Good course to yellow bird at every city. I'm soon leave the light to company. Come and do yellow house work with me. Let's rock. Let's rock. Everybody holds a block. Watch them do the yellow house rock. The test sack for sitting blown stone. Where you're keeping all alone. The one hey but no square. If you find a party, we'll tell Let's rock. Set the books to heaven's sake No one looking here chance chance make break Burn turn and shift and set the next next I won't take it on the way to get my kicks Let's rock Let's rock Everybody holds a rock Alright Oh shit So that was uh, Eilert Pilarm And Eilert Pilarm is a, is a Swedish Elvis impersonator Um but uh, I don't think impersonator is accurate because uh, Eilert fails in every way to impersonate Elvis. He doesn't. He doesn't look like Elvis at all. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't move like, like Elvis. And as you can hear, he doesn't sound like Elvis either. Uh, he doesn't even speak English actually. Yeah, it doesn't uh, sound like it either. Sound like gibberish, like Scandinavian mixed g- yeah. gibberish. So he he just he just knows the intonations of the songs. So he he he, he listens to them. And he, he he just he just he just mimics the sounds he is hearing because he doesn't speak English. Um, but I think I think that actually makes him the best Elvis impersonator because there's nothing like Elvis at all. Um, because the goal of impersonation is to mimic another person as well as possibly, and mm-hmm. by failing to mimic Elvis, he actually he accidentally made something completely unique and personal. Um, when when Eilert started his Elvis impression, he was suffering from split personality disorder, and oh. um, Elvis was always always his his favorite uh, musician, his childhood hero, and uh, he would have very obsessive fantasies about Elvis. Um, that was part of his his disorder, um, and Eilert reportedly thought he was Elvis at some time. He. Uh, he, he he tells this story about him trying to contact Elvis's daughter and 
getting her on the phone and telling her that she didn't need to worry because her dad was dead um, because she had two dads now. Um, I'm not sure if that's wow. true because it's maybe not the not the most reliable source, but it's from him. Um, He's a source of himself. Yeah, he he tells the story himself in a in a book, but. Um, uh. I learned Africa actually recovered pretty well from this condition. There's not a lot of artists in this category that do. But um uh he 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 pays so he pays someone to play the the uh, instrumental, so that's why that so doesn't sound awful. Yeah. Um I think I think that it's the intent that counts here because if you look behind beyond the the accent, the pronunciation, the non existent timing. I think there's something beautiful to be heard there. It's the sound of a man truly dedicated to his passion and not getting stopped by anything, like not being able to speak English or looking nothing like Elvis. No excuses were made here. I think that's, I think that's beautiful. It's kind of beautiful in a way, so, yeah. Here you play In the Ghetto by Isla Pilar. Chicago, morning a pool, little baby child is a bone in the ghetto, and his mommy cried. Cause if there one thing that she don't need, it's another hungry man to the feet in the ghetto. People don't you understand? A child need a helping hand Who hell grew to be an angry young man someday Take a look at you and me All we took line to see Or do we simply turn our head And look another way Well, the world Um, so that was Eilat Um I think there's a, I think there's a, a hole in the documentation about outsider music when it comes to uh, post-internet uh, outsider art, because everything that fits the description but has been released in the internet age is seemingly being glossed over by outsider music listeners, and I get why because the amount of music release that could be considered outsider music is just so large and like the the the, the internet has been such a culturally cultural disruptive force that it almost like the 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 concept of outsider music almost doesn't isn't really relevant anymore yeah um but i do think there are artists who who fit the classic description um and i i mean it, Outsider music in the in the in the internet age that could be a could be a whole show on its own. So I'm not going to get too far into that. But I think one of the best examples of this uh, internet age uh, outsider is uh, also a true hip hop outsider pioneer. He's called Fiber the Rapper. It's one of my personal <laughs> favorites. And this is a song: Y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. That's probably the hardest shit I've ever heard. True. <laughs> Uh -huh. Here's a little stuff for you, boss. 
bitch, use a mark. Boom, motherfuck that hoe. Shit, pass a G, that stem. I'm about to blaze up. Especially when it's after them, I change the game. Don't get it misunderstood. Hitting it out the glass and that smoke all good. Can't water it with green. Good work, got that stick. Stars know I keep it. They on my dick, these niggas sick. But when I do smoke some green, I'm straight out that rose. You best believe. But green ain't better than that hard. Hard is so much fun. Seven for 45. Hotel gets it done. And I don't care if you judge me. I'm smoking cooked and living so lovely. So stop looking like you're dumb. You know you wanna try, but see, to get some. What's up with that? Y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. What's up with that? Y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting something more aggressive. Being, the title being Y'all Coward, You All Cowards Don't Even Smoke Crack. Um, well, he's probably just... Uh, he's just on, probably crack. on crack. <laughs> he's feeling good. Um, yeah, so... Piper is a rapper and producer for Ar- Arkansas. Um, he's been active since the late 90s. And his music often refers to the use of ab- abuse of hard drugs, uh, most notably the, sh- the smoking <laughs> of crack cocaine, like this, uh, this song. Mm-hmm. Um, Viper is extremely prolific. He uh, released 374 uh, albums in uh, in 2014 alone. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, he 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 reportedly can make a song in a, in an hour. He doesn't spend more than an hour on a song, which you know is you can notice that in his production quality. But um, how big are the albums? That was like, like regular albums, like 15 songs. Maybe Holy songs. crap. <laughs> no more yeah. swearing. So, um, that's intense. Yeah. Um, some of them, some, I mean, he has, he has almost thousands of albums. Um, his notable albums are Cops Can't Read, School is for Suckers, The Hood is the Real Test Part 2, There's a Gun Near My Head But Nobody's Holding It, and of course, his magnum opus, Y'all Cowards Don't Even Smoke Crack, with the song of the same name on it. Um, all albums have this, um, have this have this album art made by Viper himself. It's just often just a selfie with like a like a MS Paint text over it. <laughs> they are worth to uh, they worth to look up, I think. Um, not much is known about Viper's mental state, and I'm not gonna make assumption here. Um, I'm not going to suggest any form of illness or disorder, but it's clear that if you listen to Fiber's music chronologically, there's a huge uh, shift in his style around 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fiber believes he's the second coming of Christ. He refers to himself as Black Jesus. <laughs> he uh, In 2016, there was this really weird thing on Twitter. Um, he tried to commit a very slow suicide by wearing a, a woman's corset and tightening it every day. And he... he, he um, it's absurd. 
Wow. <laughs> he documented it in real time on his Twitter account. It was a very disturbing, weird thing to watch. Uh, Fiber didn't die. He actually just got his lungs punctured, I think. Um, and he, he was hosp- hospitalized for that. Um, I mean, I like I said, I'm not going to make assumptions, but this doesn't sound like a man who's very... Uh, Mentally stable. Yes. Um, and I think the the difficult part with Viper comes in with his intent, and in a in a in a post internet age, it's very hard to to tell some if something is genuine or not. Mm-hmm. Like this could be ironic, but if you look at his personal life, you'll clearly see that he's he's very serious and a very strange man. Yeah. Um, I wasn't getting any sense of satire or comedy. <laughs> no, no, really. no. This is serious. Um, Viper, Viper's music is often credited to be one of the first examples of the rap genre, uh, rap subgenre, cloud rap. Mm-hmm. Um, his music is also reminiscent of another internet-born microgenre called vaporwave. Mm-hmm. I personally think these comparisons are only retroactively obvious, and it's a stretch to say Viper had any real cultural yeah, influence. Oh, thank you. But it is, it is sort of prophetic in a way that he made this strange slow beats uh, in a few years, like. Yeah, that was the hype. Heavy reverb. Yeah, out of tune. Because when was this song made? You know uh, that? that song was made in 2010 or 2011. I'm not sure. Uh, young Lean era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 coincided with each other. So it's really interesting. Um, this is a little bit more of an aggressive track. This is also referring to the use of hard drugs. It's called doing a little heroin. <laughs> These boys are cherry, cherry. I'll holler, fuck your pussy, nigga. I know you're scary. What you wanna do? You're only gonna cause yourself to lose your life. These boys are cherry. I'm holler, fuck your pussy, nigga. I know you're scary. What you wanna do? You're only gonna cause yourself to lose. Your life every month, I'm informed of new interests earned from my cash that gives boys home. All my challenges are defeated, there are no exceptions to live after the duel. They must ask for permission. I intimidate boys' hearts and minds and helps them to disappear in a short time. Marks. I'm so flamboyant, money bought my happiness. Look how I'm glowing. Cake holding is my thing. Look how it's got these men falling off the scene. I'm a real life gangster, so I'll never die. As these models say, it's me that occupies their minds. Only with me they loose. They give me they all as I reduce these fellows to nothing. I'm shining and crowning. These boys know my name, even though I keep them frowning. These boys are cheering. I'm hollering, fuck your pussy, nigga. I know you're scary. What you wanna do? You're only gonna cause yourself to lose your life. These boys are cheering. I'm hollering, hollering, hollering. Okay, that was. Yeah, I feel like if it was more refined and it was like better produced, better engineering behind it. Yeah. And. He had like a different voice almost, or a different way of pronouncing. It could have been really hard, you know. Like, no, I feel like it's like it's a cookie cutter like DMX song almost, you know. Yeah, with the, 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 with the barking. Yeah, exactly. No, I, but 
but uh, but a lot of Piper's music is this way. There, there's a there's a sort of and if even if you listen the stuff he made in like 1999 or 2000, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty good. He, he just he just went off the path. Yeah, at some instance, there is something. There is a there is a small grain of talent in this man. It's like uh, it's almost sad because it's really close to being like almost good. Yes, but then it's just it's just. <laughs> It's not close to it at the same time, you know. It's so close, but yet really far away from like being listenable. Yeah, but, but like considering Viper only spends an hour on his songs, that's fair. He uh, he probably could do better. But um, yeah, I want to talk about another artist now, right now, and it's um, it would be a shame if I don't mention this man uh, when I'm talking about outsider music. This is Jan- Daniel Johnston. Uh, he's probably the most well-known outsider musician. Do you know uh, any Daniel? Never Johnson? heard of him. All right. Uh, Daniel grew up in West Virginia and learned to play several instruments at an early age. He was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and struggled with this most of his life. Uh-huh. Uh, Daniel worked at, the, at McDonald's as a teenager and would often hide home-recorded tapes uh, of his music in people's fries. <laughs> Uh, this way he built a small local audience and he would later get the opportunity to record his first studio album called 1999 that's so sick um, <laughs> 19, 1990 oh, yeah. uh, his mental state deteriorated, deteriorated during uh, the recording of this album okay. um, and after performing at a festival in Texas his father attempted to fly himself back and himself and Daniel back to West Virginia in a small personal plane when Daniel suffered a really bad manic episodes and was under the illusion he had died and become Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> and he removed uh, he moved the ignition key from the airplane and the airplane crashed. Uh, the plane was totally destroyed. Daniel and his father were uh, were in a in a very strange way completely unarmed unharmed. Um, but uh, Daniel had to be uh, forcefully put into uh, into uh, into institution uh, after this incident. Um, he later got out and he 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 struggled with his mental health all his whole life. But he 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 coped with recording music and um, Daniel's talent is 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 truly undeniable. Um, made incredibly touching personal music. And if I piqued your interest with this outsider music thing, I. I can't recommend a better place to start but no with this album's 1990 and hi how are you um, I will play um, I will play two songs by Daniel Johnston mm-hmm. that will be the end of the show so thank you for listening thank you operator for having me thank you Gielso for joining me it was fun um, thanks operator I'll uh, I'll see you here we go I was living in a devil town Didn't know it was a devil town Oh Lord, it really brings me down About the devil town And all my friends were vampires Didn't know they were vampires Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town I was living in a devil town 
Didn't know it was a devil town. Oh, Lord, it really brings me down about the devil town. Give up and tell true 